Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm in this world and they made me a Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Happy New Year. Yeah, uh, happy 5781. Um, I should really ask you, how's it rolling? Do you have anything to tell me? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm tuning in. It's, it's after, you know, I've been offline for 48 hours. So I, Anything happened? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. I found that out on a Saturday morning. Uh, very sad, unfortunate news, yes. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today, at around, th- so at around 3.15, I decided... To go for a little walk, you know, one of the big advantages of living in New York City as a Sabbath observant sports fan is that there are, you know, there's newsstands in every corner, there's sports bars on every block. I mean, I literally lived on like where I lived, the last place I lived in the city for the last four or five years, literally next door to me was a sports, was actually two sports bars in the same building side by side. And so whenever I wanted to, you know, know the score of a game on a day that I wasn't watching it. I could just, you know, walk outside my building and turn 20 feet to the to the right and, you know, uh, immediately find out the answer. And when you live in the suburbs, you don't really have that. Uh, obviously, where you live, you have that even less because, you know, it's basically impossible to get that information. Well, yes, I, I did. When I was growing up, I had a lot of people got newspapers. So if the pay, game the scores were in the papers, which nowadays they're not, but back then they yeah, were. Nowadays, more you don't get anything from the day before in the newspaper, which is insane. But also, yeah, the papers are getting, useless. Who, who needs newspaper for the purpose of getting scores except for Orthodox Jews? In the I used to like borrow the little old ladies who lived on our floor when I lived in the city. Like I would yeah. just take it Saturday morning, like look at the sports score, bring it back. I'm sure. She would have been fun if I asked. But now the big advantage you have, of course, like this year, for example, is your holiday ended at at approximately one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you saw I have to all watch all thirteen games. games. Yeah. yeah, and then for the next, you know, and you have no other conflicts at all for the next two weeks. It's- no, Yom Kippur, I do four yeah, and five. Exactly. I have no so for Yom Kippur, you're going to miss Monday night's game only. No, Yom Kippur, we miss everything. Yom Kippur starts Monday night. Oh no, it starts Sunday night. So oh, I'm, yeah, missing yeah, the, yeah. I'm missing the whole yeah. slate. So I'm missing next, the whole yes. slate. Next week, you miss everything. Everything. And, and we catch at least the 1 o'clock games. Yeah. Um, so maybe we could do the opposite of what we're about to do next yeah. week where you're the person who knows what happened. And yeah, I'm, but then the following two weeks, you'll miss nothing, obviously. I'll miss nothing, yes. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I'll probably miss it just because the Jets are so bad. There's no reason to watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch the Reds. So anyway, so at 3.15 this afternoon, I decided to uh, go for a little walk to try and find a place where I could try and find out what was going on with the Vikings game. So I walked to um, the equivalent of downtown in my little, um, you know, suburb that I live in. And I saw a Mexican restaurant that had like uh, big TVs. So I walk in for just a second. It's not like a sports bar. So they didn't have Red Zone channel and, you know, every game on every channel. But they had the Giants game on one TV and the Jets game on another TV. So I took a quick look. And the first thing I noticed is that Nick Mullins was in the game. And I'm like, well, that's yeah. not good for the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, except it was good for the 49ers. Well, they're up 24 to 6, yeah. But, but, um, yeah, I mean, he was injured, but it's not, a, it's not like a long-term injury, I don't think. Yeah, well, you'll have to tell me because I know nothing. Um, and then I saw uh, on the bottom of the screen that the Vikings were losing 18 to 3 early, like a minute into the fourth quarter. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's not good. And not then good. Um, uh, I, I went to look at the other TV to see what was going on with the Giants game. And I see on the bottom of the score that the Vikings were losing 24 to 3. I'm like, well, that's not good either. So I, no. I, okay, I, tur- so, yeah. I turned around and walked out. So uh, I knew nothing at all except that the Vikings probably lost. And uh, I mean, a couple other 
I, I, a couple other scores that I saw on the bottom, but I knew very, very little. You know the injury news, I assume, at this point. I know, I know who has been injured. I have no idea the severity of any injuries. All I've done right now, I can tell you, is I've studied every box score from today. Yeah, okay. So um, Update me. Let's go game by game. Okay, so there was, there's a, there's a, there's really a stretch from like one to two where every team like lost a big player. So Saquon probably out for the year. Mm. Uh, uh, Joey Bosa probably out for the – excuse me, Nick Bosa, the Niners Bosa. I was mixing wow. up. For the probably year. out for the year. Wow. Defensive player of the year, one of the best players in the league. Wow. Uh, the Niners lost Garoppolo, Bosa, and Solomon Thomas, the number three pick of 2017, mm-hmm. within a few minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, Garoppolo probably would have finished if it was a playoff game. But So Garoppolo's uh, back next week. Uh, no, he's, he might be questionable for next week. Okay, I mean, he, but the loss he of Bosa limping. obviously huge. The Jets are so bad that he played while limping, and it had no effect <laughs> on him. Like, he wasn't good, but they okay. were, didn't get to him. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, uh, Mullins came in. Uh, yeah, Saquon gone. Drew Locke was the only quarterback that got in. I saw we out to two to six weeks. I saw for him. Yeah, we made a point to note that. Well, not the only quarterback. I'll say in a second. We made a point to note that no, last week no quarterbacks got injured. Mm. All thirty-two made it unscathed through the preseason yeah. in week one. Jeff Driscoll time. Nick Mullins time. Yes, uh, but Tyra Taylor did get injured, and Herbert was much better. Yeah, but so Tyra Taylor. I, so I see that Herbert that plays the whole game, the and I'm very confused. I'm like, well, that wasn't planned. And then yeah, I found yeah. out that Tyrod got hurt right before the game started. But but. The fact that Herbert took that game to overtime, I assume it's his job for good now. Uh, the coach has said no, so That's it's going to be – Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, I think he does get one more chance, but I'd Who? say Who's at he? this point. Taylor? I, I think Anthony Lynn gives, gives, uh, gives Taylor one more chance. But, 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 the, but Herbert played well, didn't he? Reasonably. I mean, again, all I know is the box score. <laughs> you know, Herbert was great. I just think, so then why would I, you go I, back to Taylor? I don't it's know, maybe he's like the leader in the locker room. I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. I, listen, okay. I'm agreeing with you, but I, I also think that Taylor, if he's healthy, starts the next game. Okay. But yeah, he was great. So you saw what happened with the Chiefs game. That's the last game to have finished at four. Well, I only, I only know the box score. I don't know anything else. I know the Cowboys had a crazy comeback, but again, any of the details, I'm ignorant on. So you're, we're, we're going to go through game by game, and you're going to tell me everything I need to know. Okay, okay sure. Yeah. Okay, so so let's, the start, ga- the, let's yeah. start Giants and Bears. Okay, Giants at Bears. Uh, Saquon's the, the, out for the year, you said. Yeah, Saquon's out for the year. The Bears blocked it up um, on a – Trubisky threw a pass, and a offensive lineman caught it to wrap up the game, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I saw Allen um, Robinson after uh, uh, you know, having a disgruntled week. Had like nine targets, but only three catches for 22 Yeah, yards. so Robinson, like, it's weird because he still has a reason to be mad, but his team's 2-0, and it's like bizarre. To, like, who are you yeah. getting traded well, to? Well, Stefan Diggs did this last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Giants are toast, though. Are the Giants are right off at zero and two with with Well, they were they player? were toast anyway. I mean, last week I had them thirty one in my power rankings. So yeah, and that was with their best player. Yeah, though that's depressing. You know, you only get a few years of like absolute peak if you are. Well, look, a... I think what we said when they drafted Saquon was they guaranteed themselves that they would not compete for the next decade. However, yeah. they also guaranteed themselves, and I had this with Adrian Peterson, that they would have exciting moments, that they'd have a guy always taken in the top five of mm-hmm. a fantasy draft, and that yeah. he'd put up crazy numbers, and that would be fun. And he did that his rookie year. Last year was a little disappointing, and this year even worse. And, you know, whatever. And so you know who their backup is? Deion Lewis, I think. Yeah, not great. But he's not their backup. He, I mean, they, they obviously are going to bring in somebody else or sign somebody or somebody from the practice yeah. squad. Deion Lewis is not getting the ball 15 times a game. Uh, well, he did get it 10 times today, and he got 20 yards. So yeah, I would okay. hope to agree with you. Yes. All right. You know, so, I was being – if we go back to Thursday night for a second, actually, a game you, you, you did see. Yes, I did see that seen. game. Uh, so I was speaking in a uh, synagogue and by synagogue, I mean in someone's backyard because that's where synagogues happen now Yeah. Um, to a Browns fan this morning. And he was saying that he's had enough for the Baker Mayfield experiment. And he's like, he knows <laughs> that they're not going to be bad enough. He knows they're not going to be bad enough to Wait, get like after Thursday night's game. Yeah. He knows they're not going to be bad enough to have a uh, like a top pick, but he thinks maybe you get Justin Fields like, you know, closer to 10 or something. I don't know. Um, maybe that's a Ohio yeah, homerism. This guy's an idiot, honestly. He's a doctor, but I think most doctors are idiots. Yeah, there's 20 um, teams who would happily trade for Baker Mayfield right now. I don't know. Uh, he was he was annoyed with Baker, but listen, I mean that team has Chubb and Hunt rushing for 200 yards a game. That's such a like a crazy dynamic. That's yeah, well, we've talked. About that team has a great offense, and they have a very bad defense. Very bad. So honestly, the story of today was like there's a lot of teams with very bad defenses. The game of the day, Dallas Atlanta. Yeah. Well, hold on. I want to build up. Fine. Fine. Let's go to that one next. Last yeah, question I mean, about Chicago. It, it, Trubisky yeah. has that, a solid hold on that job. There's no chance that anything. Yeah, Trubisky's fine. Trubisky's okay. been playing fine. All right. Okay. So Dallas, Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. The Falcons said, you know, you think we can't blow a lead worse than twenty-eight to three? Hold my beer. That's my understanding. 
Yes. Uh, this was probably, I mean, it wasn't in the Super Bowl, but this was like more embarrassing. Mm. Up by 15 late. The Cowboys score. They do. Chester's beloved go for two down nine and don't get it. Okay, that's fine. But you know what you need. They, yes, they score again. Mm-hmm. And they get the onside kick on the sweetest onside kick you'll ever see. Wait, it, hold on. Like, oh, hold on. So they're down 15. They score a touchdown, miss the mm-hmm. two. So now they're down nine. Yeah. They so they the score another touchdown. Yeah. And now they're down seven. And then they're yeah. down two. And then they kick. Cause remember, they're, they're down 20 nothing in the first quarter. They, they, hold on. They kicked two onside kicks or they held them and got One the ball back quickly? Kick. One onside okay. kick. They got the ball back quickly. Okay. Um, what, is, what is Dalton Schultz? And why did he have like uh, 10 targets and nine catches and 88 yards and a touchdown? Uh, he's, the, he's the new, uh, what's his name? Jarwin. So he's the replacement from Jarwin, basically? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I see that. Well, yeah, so the Falcons go, not three now, but they, I think they get one first down and they punt. The, the Cowboys score. They, the, the craziest, like the, the onside kick went two yards and just like spun and spun to 10 and the Cowboys fell on it. So it was a beautifully kicked onside kick. It Incredible. Wasn't like just a bad, like the it wasn't sweetest a bad one you've ever by. seen. All right. No, it was a bad play by Atlanta. Who, who was the like kicker for the Cowboys? It. The Cowboys kicker is... Um, Zerline is the kicker because Zerline kicks with no time left. I don't know if Zerline was the, was the onside kicker or if it was the punter. The, the guy, um, the I Korean guy, what's his name, who had like the three onside kicks in a game last year. Shouldn't he Young be on the team just for his onside kicking ability? I mean, I guess if rosters are bigger now, like, and you can shuffle guys, it's not so crazy to activate yeah. a guy for something like that. Okay. I mean, for onside kicking is very specific. It's like more uh, like greedy than activating somebody for like, you know, a Billy Hamilton, like just yeah. to steal a base. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then Dak, uh, Dak brings them to field goal range, and Zerline uh, uh, hits uh, what's it called? How long? A, How long? A forty-six yarder with no 46. time left. Okay. Yeah, and they bo- they botched it. Like they had a minute from they had a minute from the thirty, and they ran twice for basically no gain with Zeke, and they and then they spiked it with five seconds left. Well, like, Mike McCarthy settling for a forty-six yarder. That's peak Mike McCarthy. It was it was unbelievably Mike McCarthy bad. Believes management. in field goal range being black or white. It's it's yeah. you know it's either yes or no. And once you're in, field they only goal had range, one real range. play. I mean, they got the ball at the forty-six. They didn't need that much, but they had one real play. CD Lamb. I mean, they just have like a Cooper made a really sweet play. Like the the receiving trio is just absurd. Well, Gallup didn't do too much, I think. Right? Gallup didn't do too much. But probably, but isn't like, this like the team we just talked about the Browns? Yeah, there's a lot of offensive weapons. No, the defense is, the de- is beyond abysmal. I mean, this team cannot do anything. I don't know what you do if they're the I mean, Cowboys the Falcons are another team like that, frankly, with a good offense and a bad defense. I don't, there's, it's not a one-player fix. Like, Lee's out, uh, Van Der Esch or whatever his name is, is out. Like, mm. the, it's not a one-player fix. It's like a six-player fix, you know? For the Cowboys. The, the loss of Byron Jones, like, really shows. But their division might be the worst in football. Yeah, they could I mean, go the Eagles, and and I, I thought the Eagles were a playoff team, and, and I need to start rethinking myself after what the Eagles did today. But Matt Ryan is amazing. I mean, we, we, we really take Matt Ryan for granted. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that was an unbelie- just an unbelievable game. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville's been really in, good. Um, in our defense fantasy league. I picked uh, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville's been really good. Um, Minshew threw a bad pick at the end of the game uh, when they were driving to, to tie or, to, or win the game. Yeah. But, they, you know, that team can move the ball. It's crazy. I mean, 30 points against Tennessee is impressive. So Minshew, is it possible that Minshew is their quarterback of the future? Mm, I, maybe. It is possible. I don't think he is. Um, but it's possible. They got 100 yards from James Robinson. LaVisca Chanot ran five times. Like, what a weird team yeah. the Jaguars are. Uh, but really, the story is that the best player in the NFL is Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> did you see his line? No, I did not. I mean, 18 I did, for but... 24, 239, and four TDs. No turnovers. Oh, okay, so that's very good. Ryan Tannehill is like the MVP through two weeks. Very yeah, good. He's incredible. They, they won against two bad teams by, you know, less than I know, but Tannehill's amazing. It just makes the Gase thing and, yeah. look so bad. And let's, let's talk yeah. about Gase next. So, the, so I, I talked about the injuries. The, the, back, the 49ers' literal backups be the Jets. I had a thought today. It's like I should have bet $10,000 on the Niners. Like it's the lowest, like it's such a crazy spread. That's like six four and, and a half. half. And maybe it got six moved to seven or seven yeah. and a half. But like the Jets had no chance. The Jets win that game zero times out of 100. I thought Darnold played pretty well. But listen, Frank Gore had, had 21 carries today. He's 37 years old. Yeah, why why, are, why are they again. running him instead of Perrine or somebody else? P- Perrine is good. Perrine, I mean, he didn't play the first game, but Perrine can, can actually play. Um, the Jets ended the game with two wide receivers healthy. Okay? Okay. Braxton Berrios mm. and Josh and Jeff Malone. First of all, Braxton Berrios is a baseball player. Stop making up names. I know he's a, he's he was like a slot guy for the Patriots who like never made it. Braxton Berrios sounds like a, a a fast like a Starling Marte. He had a really Darnold actually had a really sweet touchdown pass them at the in garbage time. Okay, but and Josh Malone Perriman left with an injury. Their center left with an injury. 
Yeah. Um, Jericho Cotri, as I called them last week. I missed yeah, the game. I mean, Jericho Cotri would be the best player on this team yeah. now. <laughs> they're, they're so bad. Oh, so do you know what happened? The first play of the game, the Niners pitched the ball to Mozart. To, to Mostert. I, I did say to my kids, forget the Mostert, and they were able to answer it's karate time. They like oh, that. wow. Well done. Um, the Mostert, it's like the typical Madden toss right, like the most basic play in football. Yeah. Mostert just like walks 80 yards for a touchdown on the first play of the game. We've seen that before in a Jets 49ers game, but it was an overtime. Yeah, yeah, that was an overtime. It, it yeah. was a little reminiscent, but at least Garrison Hurst put in some effort and, like, they tried to chase him. Yeah. I mean, so you know the game's over on the first play of the game, an 80-yard <laughs> touchdown. But that wasn't even the Jets' worst defensive run play. Game. Again, the Jets are, like, the only thing they have going for them the last decade is that, like, to their detriment, they have, they have like, stopped the run. They're like, all right, you could pass on us, but we will, you know, you'll run 30 times for 62 yards for, against us. Third and 33. Third and 33. Yeah. A little half back. runs for 55. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. It has to be a record. It's no way. There's no way. No, in the I, of we were a horde for the Vikings once on a third and 41, I think, got a first down. Or third and On 39. a run? Yeah, on a run. Yeah. I, I'd never seen it in my life. Uh, yeah, 55. That happens, that happens at least once a season. I mean, that was all their, all their runs for the whole game, but I mean, that's enough. Yeah. Just, just unbelievable how, how bad they were. Um. Yeah, so the Niners, you know, the Jets are a sight for Suarez, but the Niners are now, like, nervous about playing in New York. You know, the Niners just staying over. Because they, like, it wasn't cheap shots. The Niners guys were just, like, collapsing on the field. They, it was crazy. There was that stretch when those guys, when the three Niners got hurt and Saquon and Locke, like, that all happened in a very short time span. It was bizarre. Because week one, there ultimately weren't a lot of major injuries. There was a lot of hamstrings, but there was not a lot of out for the season injuries. Yeah. And today it was all carts. Like, Bosa was a cart. Oh, Thomas boy. was a cart. Uh, Saquon, I don't know if Saquon carted off, but he. Rosh Hashanah Yechatemu, Yonsom Kipper Yechatemu. Not great. Mikhev Miyamut, yeah. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of fantasy seasons Yamut today. A lot of yeah. a lot of fantasy seasons died. <laughs> I mean, in our in one of my leagues, there's this guy who's like famous for like targeting Saquon at all costs. Yeah, by and the way, he never for, gets for, him. for our Gentile listeners, I just said a prayer that we say every year on, on Rosh Hashanah, which is that uh, on this day God determines for the following year who will live and who will die. So, by the way, did you go to prayers? No, because I'm in quarantine at the moment. You can't. Okay, you're in quarantine. Yeah. Fine. Because I, I, I went to one in the backyard, and it was nice, but it had to start at 545 because it's so hot here. 545 in the morning? Well, that's Vatican. You There's know that nothing that's, that's nice that's starting at 545 in the morning. Yeah, but I got to go to sleep for like four hours afterwards, and they would like, my, didn't have to watch the kids, and they set up lunch, and it was fine. That's crazy um, to wake up that early. I mean, I napped the whole day, which means I yeah. guess I'm going to have a very sleepy year, they say. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, you know, so it was the last year sleepy. Yeah. Um, okay. So Miami Buffalo, other AFC East game. The Patriots are playing right now as we speak. Yeah. Uh, Fitzpatrick was very good again. Fitzpatrick is like going to be fifty and still putting up thirty fantasy points. Yeah, he's better. In his, he's like Jamie Moyer. He's much better in his it's late thirties than he was in his twenties. But did you see Josh Allen's line? Yeah, he had like four hundred yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, and he didn't run today. You remember he ran like six times yeah. in the first drive last week. He only ran four times today. Four seventeen and four touchdowns. I mean, Diggs is amazing. Like you guys, this is a little bit of a shocker to you, yeah. but Diggs, Diggs is so freaking good. Maybe Cousins. Well, he has maybe very bad was, hands. It was all Diggs. He has very bad hands. I, he made some sweet catches, but right. Diggs, Brown, Cause, Beasley. Cause like, every year I would get. Last year he had multiple balls that bounced off him and became interceptions. He had multiple drops and like crucial. Yeah. Situ- like no, he, he gets, his hands are not he, great, but he's good at everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, that team like Singletary, they never give him the ball, and every, but every time he does, he looks so explosive. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins got 130 and a touchdown from Gesicki today. Yeah, he, he, had just, he had just been Miles dropped Gaskin. in my in my AYFFL for uh, uh-huh. uh, for Gronk. Did Gronk do anything today? I don't believe Gronk did yeah. anything. Okay, in fantasy. <laughs> um, that's about when you're like just you know trolling the 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 sort of the looking for tight end number 12 every week. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're gonna miss. Right, and now there, a few guys went down in week one also. So yeah. yeah, but the Dolphins couldn't get a stop in the fourth quarter. That again, there's a lot of teams that can move the ball but don't have a defense. I we have in the roof of the two teams that can't move the ball and also don't have a defense. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to my. I mean, in a second. the Jets are 32. No, like the Jets would be 32 of any team in like the last five years. Like, all right, the, Vi- the Vikings are getting close though. No. Well, we'll get. Okay, hold on. Let's um. What? Okay, let's talk about Detroit Green Bay for a second. So, um, sure. In my um, uh, this is the game I saw the least of. Just okay. So in the AYFFL, the fantasy league that you know that I the longest mm-hmm. term and the one that I care the most about. Yeah. Uh, the first trade of the season went down this week, where I traded Aaron Rodgers. And mm-hmm. um, and Alan Lazard, yes, a pair of Packers mm-hmm. for uh, Tyreek Hill and Kirk Cousins. 
And everyone in the league was up in arms about how I so ripped the other guy off. Well, there's a reason I never liked the Vikings on my fantasy team, which is... Well, Lazard you know, did nothing today. Lazard huh? is useless. Lazard is useless. Well, let me put it this way. Um, the reason that I never liked the Vikings on my team is because if they do poorly, then it's a double loss for me, right? And I haven't had a Vikings quarterback on my fantasy team since at least like 2006, 2007. I had Culpepper a couple times when he was good. Um, but... Um, Kirk Cousins, so I acquire a Vikings quarterback for the first time in over a dozen years in fantasy, and Kirk Cousins proceeds to have the worst game of his career the very first week that I own him. He had negative five points, or whatever, and so him and um, Tyreek Hill combined had 14 points, and the two guys I traded had 24 points. So I lost 10 points in week one of the, of the trade that everyone said I, I was easily won. So yeah, not very pleased with that. Cousins, so yeah, so last week I said how the Vikings offense was fine. The big problem with this team was a lack of pass rush, which meant that their inexperienced corners you know, had no chance. And this week, the defense was improved, but the offense was just abysmal. So I, I don't understand what happened. Tell me. Um, I mean, Rodgers was good again. No, we're talking uh, about – oh, I was, oh, sorry. I sw- oh, yeah, okay, fine. You let's said Green Packers. Bay, Detroit. Yeah, fine. Sorry. Okay, let's talk about Packers lines quickly. Okay, so uh, Jones had a monster game, including a 75-year yeah, touchdown run. Yeah. Um, the, 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 but it was the whole team. Williams had a monster game, too. It was 259 rushing for mm-hmm. the Packers. So it was a little more uh, – rushing than than Rodgers. Yeah. Uh Stafford had like the most typical Stafford line which was 20 for 33. I mean, we talked about the Bears already, but if they struggled to barely beat by 4 points, one of the bottom two teams in the league without their best player. The Bears mm-hmm. are trash, right? Yeah, the Bears the Bears might not be good. So the Bears uh, we need are another good. week. So we need so week the Packers to, are clinch so we always division by this. Thanksgiving. Packers are the most solid team in the division. Listen, it doesn't matter because four teams out of the NFC West are making it. Exactly like I said, nobody yeah. else is. I mean, maybe the Bucks are fine. Like, I have all no right. problem with the Bucks. All right, but. so fuck you, Packers. Fuck you, Rodgers. God, mm-hmm. I hate all my preseason predictions. All right, let's, so let's go back to the Vikings for a second. So what, okay. what happened to their offense today? I mean, they couldn't move the ball game. My brother uh, said it was uh, just the most boring run on first down, run on second down, and try and force the ball to Thielen on third down. Yeah, th- force the ball in a lot of th- either in. So Gary or Kubiak went back to like '90s era Gary Kubiak. Basically. It was it was very bad. There was there was really nothing. Jonathan Taylor looked really good. Rivers like just didn't make any. I mean, he threw one pick, but he didn't make a lot of mistakes. Mo Ali Cox turned into freaking Gronk. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm not for, I'm not worried about the defense though, because the, you know. The, they, they, they gave up a few enough points that they could have won the game. I want to know why the offense scored three points until garbage time. Uh, they couldn't do anything. It was, I, I, I don't want to say the loss is fluky, but I'm not totally done. I'm not totally out on the Vikings yet, I'll be honest. I mean, I, you know, look, Cousins has never had three picks in a game like this. He's not going to do it again, I assume. The concern, though, is that we had one specific issue in week one. And in week two, we have a totally other issue, which is – so now we have a bad defense in week one, a bad offense in week two. Like, what do you call teams with bad defenses and bad offenses? You call them yeah. bad teams. Yeah. So maybe week one was a fluke, and maybe week two was a fluke in the opposite direction. But like, I'm running out of uh, you know reassurances here. Yeah. Uh, my dad had this team going what twelve and four, right? Listen, it's still possible. I'm not totally done. I listen. I don't think this team is uh, great, but I I don't well, think they're gonna. I, I, I mean, honestly, I thought that this team was gonna. I thought they beat the four Packers and lose to the Colts. So I thought they'd be one to one. They're only zero and two, but listen, it's the way that it happened. The Colts That's, lost next week. Imagine getting the Vikings and the Jets in back to back weeks like the Colts do. So the Vikings have Tennessee next week. Mm-hmm. It's a must win. You have to put up points. Obviously, you have to put up points. Yeah. Uh, you want to do Rams Eagles? Yeah. Sure. Okay, uh, Wentz was atrocious. Yeah, um, I was throw, you know about this one. Uh, Miles Sanders looked good. Goff was incredible. Yeah, uh, it it felt like uh, Higby every time you every time you turn on the TV or they came to an update. Higby, Higby goes down. down. If you a told Berman line that he wouldn't use because he didn't know that movie. Yeah, if you told if you told me Higby had ten touchdowns today, I believe you, but it was three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Goff was real good. They ran all day long. Everybody. Uh, Acres got hurt. That's another big injury. I don't remember the severity of it. It might be very severe. I'm not sure. But Henderson was good and Brown was good. Yeah, they had some uh, guys there. Anyways, Woods had a touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the the story, I guess, is like Wentz is bad and the Eagles are 0-2 and the Eagles fans are very upset. Who who should be more worried right now, Vikings fans or Eagles fans? I would actually think Eagles It's fans. a good question. <sighs> you know, Cousins are a little more solid. Like Cousins the Eagles have just been unimpressive higher. sort of in, in every facet, honestly. Listen, the Eagles had like five years of a great offensive line and now they don't. And now they're just, what is special about the Eagles right now? Nothing. That doesn't mean they're, they're like the worst team in the NFC, but there's nothing special about the Eagles anymore. Yeah. So this is another division where the Cowboys, the Cowboys are going to win that division, yeah. like leading the NFL in points allowed. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, Washington could be the most solid team in that division because Washington oh. play a little offense and a little defense, honestly. Okay, so should we uh, switch to them then? Well, that was a 4 o'clock game. Uh, okay, so just, fine. Let's wrap up the 1 o'clock game. So what have, what have we not covered? Um, just, just Carolina, Tampa Bay. Okay. Also, not, not really much going on there. Teddy B looked Teddy looked, B looked rough. Like, yeah. Uh, like, he was fine. You know, pretty typical Teddy B. A lot, a lot of um, – like, he hit Robbie Anderson once, but it was a lot of short passes. Anderson Moore is a really solid duo. Like, that team is going to, like, upset somebody this year and do something. But without Godwin, Evans had a big game. Uh, Gronk did uh, not have a catch. Uh, but Fournette – the big story was Fournette had, had uh, two touchdowns and a bunch of long runs. Yeah. Did he like look good, just, or is this, is this a fantasy? You know, is this a fantasy story or like a real life story? Um, I don't think he's because like in a week one it was all Ronald Jones. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jones was Jones had a score also. Jones had some fantasy points, but um, yeah, no, Fournette is useful. But he's not gonna like. I, he, I was gonna say he's not gonna catch catch. They did throw throw a few passes. Uh, he had a lot of catches in Jackson. Uh, yeah, they got. Listen, they, the Panthers have a terrible offensive line and a terrible defense, so that's a really interesting combination. And Dominican yeah. Sue had like a throwback game. He was all over the place today. You're getting how, how did Brady look? Dom Kinsu and Jason Pierre Paul. Fine. I think better than last week. Threw a pick. I don't remember the pick off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I, I listen, the Bucks, like, how about this? If someone has to break up the Dallas, Green Bay, New Orleans, NFC West, I'd say the eighth best team is Tampa right now. Doesn't mean like Chicago can't go nine and seven. It doesn't mean that Washington can't go nine and seven, but like Man, the NFC West is going to put four teams in the playoffs. Okay. They really are. They re- I do disagree. I mean, Tampa. Like, I haven't seen anything. Break up the party. So like I, maybe I, I, somebody just accidentally. Maybe somebody accidentally goes one and five in the NFC West, then they go seven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the four o'clock games. There was three of them. It was a ten one o'clock, three four o'clock, which mm, is always weird. Not great. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Washington was unwatchable. I mean, Kyler's exciting, but like in terms of uh, competitiveness, it was unwatchable. It was fourteen nothing very early, yeah. and it was twenty to three. You know, twenty nothing at half, and twenty to three after three. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kyler ran a lot. Kyler's amazing. DeAndre Hopkins had a good game. M- McLaurin looks great for the Redskins. For, excuse me for for Washington. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Lahaskins okay, but that team has no defense. They have a tough time blocking. Kyler Murray is really fun to watch. The Cardinals are going to be guaranteed double digit wins. Like the Cardinals wow. are good. The wow. Cardinals are good. You're not worried about San Francisco not, with, you know, having lost their I'm, best I'm worried about all four of those teams. Well, I'm worried about, yeah, I'm worried about the if Jimmy G is gone. Yeah, but mm. the Niners backups, like Arik Armstead had a big game today. Like the Niners backups will still are still a decent defense. Yeah. And they okay. have weapons on offense. Denver at Pittsburgh. Other than the loss of Drew Locke, anything noteworthy to say here? Oh, yeah, that was a one o'clock game that we missed, actually. Denver okay. Um. Mm, no, we didn't really miss much from that game. Ben is like the same Ben we always knew. Connor had a good game. They, you know, of course, they find six new receivers that are incredible. Dante Johnson's great. Claypool's great. Juju's their third receiver now. <laughs> like, the team is, it's really like nobody in sports does anything. Like, they, it's so hard to find receivers. Look at my team. Look at your yeah, team. Yeah, the way Pittsburgh develops. So, and, and they just print them. Well, Thielen was was like an uh, was a non drafted guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Guy. But like, it's uh, how hard is it to find number three last yeah. year, number two this year? Yeah, we don't. We're freaking starting Jeff Malone, Braxton Berrios. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're they're taking guys. Remember, every single half the league, every team that needed a receiver picked a receiver in round one or two this year, mm-hmm. and they all had upside. And now, freaking the six foot four Clay Chapel, Chase Claypool, whatever, Clay is going to be like, like the the new freaking OBJ. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the sacks, the, the, the Steelers were sacking uh, Locke and then, and then Driscoll um, all game. The uh, Broncos, like, you know, they have a lot of skill position players, but I don't know. I, the Bron- how did get- Cortland Sutton look after, you know, being out week one? Uh, Sutton didn't do – he had one long catch. He didn't do much. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if Locke's out for six weeks, though, this team season is done. The team season's done. Oh, Judy, you know, Judy's going to be really good, too. Jody. All those guys, Judy. Jody. Yeah. I haven't. I, I want to see rugs again tomorrow night, but yeah, Judy's great. Lamb's great. There's so many good receivers now. Jefferson in the has not done anything yet. Uh, uh, TJ right, Watt had two and a half sacks. Is, Wait, can we um, draw any conclusions about Houston yet, or is it just they play the two best well, teams? Hold on. So, the, so yeah. the, the same way I'm guaranteeing my seven playoff teams in the NFC, I'm going to say New England Buffalo locks in the in the East, and Baltimore Pittsburgh locks in the North, and then the South. It's so crazy. Like all those teams are fine. I don't think Jacksonville's going to make the playoffs, but like the Colts obviously could make the playoffs. Yeah. And Houston could. Like, we don't know anything about Houston yet, right? They were. So I'm asking. Were, so, so you think that Houston could still be fine? 
I, Watson had some really bad throws today. Yeah, and he had bad throws in week one also. Yeah, he had some like really bad throws. Right, and here's like, a hot yes, take. they lost Maybe Andre, but like, away, they still a have... superstar wide receiver is not great for a quarterback. Yeah, but they still like Cooks is fine, Cobb is fine. Like, there's teams with way worse receivers than them. Like, they have NFL guys like Stills, Cootie. Like, those would be the best players on the Jets. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, not surprising to you, Johnson did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, they may not win that trade. It's too early to tell, but it's possible the Texans, after Dodger Hopkins was like at will, just got up. And um, the Ravens had four people run for 48 yards, which probably has only happened a few times in NFL history, right? Edwards, Ingram, Dobbins on two carries, and Lamar on 50 carries. Okay. Um, Lamar's amazing. You know, he breaks four tackles before a play starts. Marquise Brown's really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It felt like they were at Watson all day. And, you know, I saw, like, Watt had a sack quickly. They definitely had, they had four sacks, but, like, it, the thing is you don't, it doesn't feel like you're really pressuring Jackson because it just, like, gives him opportunity to roll out and make him more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, against a, a different team, like, the Houston line will get to somebody ten times. Ten times. Uh, the Houston, listen, they play two of the three best teams in the NFL. There's really nothing they can learn yet. All right, let's uh, end then when we started with Kansas City at the Yeah, Jackets. so uh, the second number two game of the day for, uh, for sure. The Chiefs had the comeback. The, the Chargers looked great. Herbert looked excellent. Eckler was great. Uh, what was uh, the comeback? What was the score? I don't know. All I know is the final and then went to overtime. Yeah, so it was, it was 14-6 Chargers at halftime. It was, and what, um, what happened in the first half to Kansas City? Uh, the, Kansas City just uh, punted constantly. Like, there was a bunch of punts in a row. They, yeah. they ate the clock. The Chargers had one super long drive. Um, yeah, there was – and Nohomes uh, didn't turn the ball over, I don't think, the whole game. But they – so they tie it late. The Chargers go up 20-17. to 17. The Chiefs have like a – have a the Chargers had an insane drive, like took up the whole second half. Then the Chiefs, of course, immediately tied up. There was a great uh, stat. The Chargers were up by three with like two minutes left, and the Chiefs were favored, <laughs> like on live betting. Like, yeah. imagine you're down three and you're still the favorite to win because Mahomes is just so obscene. Yeah. So the Chiefs go on a long um, – uh, well, so that was, that was the tie of the game. Yeah, the Chiefs go on a long drive and, 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 and tie the game at overtime and then, and then the Chargers three and out in overtime. So the entire overtime was like a half-hour seeming uh, Chiefs drive. And then uh, – what's his name? Um, Harrison but- Butker gets a field goal, but, but uh, there was a false start, so he has to kick it from 58. They set up a 58-yarder. And uh, Bucker nails it. Fifty? Uh, how much? I believe after a after how many uh, yards? Fifty-eight, and it was the third one he had hit because of uh, because of freezing the kick. Wow! You know, so yeah, he went three for three there, and and I believe the one to send into overtime uh, off the top of my head was also. Uh, oh wow! That was short. That was short. So, so he might. So he's a special teams player of the week. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he's our official. We've never given him this word before. Harrison <laughs> Butker is our official. So I was saying there was a Jewish kicker. I'm I'm forgetting who it was. Sam something. There is a Jewish kicker in the NFL this week. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so those were the 13 games. Um, no, not a lot of upsets if you think about it. There were some very like the the Cowboys was an incredible comeback. The Chiefs Chargers was like so that my 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 thesis is that the Chiefs and Chargers are the playoff teams, and whoever wins the South. I'll say now the Titans is a playoff team, but it's not as locked in. Like the, Colts the Chargers could. are a playoff team. Yeah, the Chargers look real good. Too. Even though they're going to they, be switching they, quarterbacks four times. Doesn't matter. Both like Tyra Taylor is a really good backup, and Herbert like he's the guy already. And, and the Dolphins need to put into it, even though Fitzpatrick is like amazing. Like at this point, I would I want to see two already. Okay. Well, yeah, really, it was very. You missed a pretty good. You know, sometimes it's like ah, oh, it wasn't so great. Like you did miss a pretty good day. It wasn't like. A lot of all-time games. There were a lot of like mediocre close games at one, but the Cowboys game was amazing. And then the, I hate the ten and three. Why not just go nine and four? What's wrong with doing nine games at one and four games at four? Four is really the minimum at four. I'd be fine with eight and five. I think seven and six is too many. Four. You could get too overloaded at four o'clock, and like it's like six thirty, and you're like, oh, I didn't even know that game was happening. I have not seen that in the red zone once. So you wouldn't want eight and six. No, seven or eight, and six. eight and five, whatever. Seven eight and five is okay. Seven. I think nine and four is probably the way to go. Nine is too many. You know what it is? Not like, but obviously buys are going to start soon. So, but nine and four is too many. I think eight has to be the maximum. Like a quad box. If you go, if you beat the quad box, that's too many, too many games. Even though we're double that in the early games, fine, whatever. Yeah. The the uh, well, I mean the octobox. Excuse me. You know the the red zone octobox yeah, yeah. that that he yeah. he talks about. Um, my MVP through two weeks. Is I mean obviously like Mahomes is technically you're, the MVP. You already like, gave it. You already gave it to Tannehill. Yeah, but Tannehill like Mahomes is like always the MVP. Mahomes is like LeBron now. You know, 
300 yards, a, f- a few huge scrambles. Like Mahomes can, can do that thing where he like runs 12 yards and gets out of bounds uh, or like slides before anybody gets within five feet of him. Okay. One, of, one of the great wisdoms of the greatest coach in NFL history, Adam Gase, is the Jets failed on third and one, fourth and one today. And of course, like quarterback sneaks are 90% and Tom Brady has spent 20 years literally uh, nailing the quarterback sneaks. But Gase doesn't believe in them, which if he was an amazing coach, I'd say like your, the idea that your quarterback's too important to risk on, a one, on one play, I don't have a huge problem with it. Like you're looking at the best thing in the NFL last year had a quarterback run 200 times and ran 16 times today. Like Lamar Jackson, but fine. You don't you don't want to risk your precious Sam Darnold on one run a game, whatever. But they've had a guy named Josh Adams running on fourth and fourth and one against the 49ers defensive line. It did not go well. Uh, but yeah, Mahomes had a few massive scrambles today. Mahomes is amazing. Not as good as Justin Herbert, but he's amazing. Ryan Tannehill's our MVP. A uh, defensive player of the year. I'll give it to TJ Watt so far. I did have Miles Garrett <laughs> before the season. Um, and Harrison Bucker, special teams player of the year so far. <laughs> Uh, in uh, what's going on now? Let's check up. Uh, let's check in on the Pats. Yeah, it's 14, 14 at halftime. 14, 14 at halftime. Russ the, threw a pick, tip six. Yeah, um, I've, I've been more focused on the Twins game against the Cubs. The Twins gave up. Uh, they lost one nothing on Friday night. They mm-hmm. they won nine to one last night, and then yeah. they're winning four to nothing in the ninth inning here. So they've given up two runs in three games against the Cubs. So their pitchers are definitely ready for the postseason. Should we do guess the lines live? Should we wait for the Patriots game to be over? I mean, I don't think much is going to change from the. I would like to get more information before I start guessing the lines. Okay, fine. Okay, uh, should, so should we do a second NFL podcast this week? Well, we 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 have a a quite a uh, significant Survivor podcast drop. Yeah, but we could record that and still drop it next week. Okay, I mean, we when, could when do a, we Kippur could do another also. NFL podcast in a couple of days when I've sort of caught up and that's I what I'm what saying. We could do on. like week week three picks and and you know. I don't, I don't know if we do guess the lines then, but we could do week three picks. Okay. I'm getting messages, by the way, on Twitter that apparently – so did you drop Rahap 100 already? Yes. Okay. And apparently in it, Rob said that he can't hear – sorry, that Rob said that he can't hear 32 fans anymore or something like that? Correct. Rob, Rob asked us why we went Patreon only, <laughs> and I'm like, we didn't. He's like, the last podcast I got was the San Francisco 49ers preview. I said, well, we've done four or five episodes since then. Yeah. So and did then, you tell him and I started blaming him. Or he, what was like, he was like annoyed. Well, yeah. he's like, it shouldn't be my problem. No, I know, but I'm just, I don't know why it is a problem. Like, yeah, when I, people tweet me, do you think I'm like, who cares? Go to hell. Like, I, I yeah. like fix the problem. I don't say it's your fault. You're saying it's Yeah, my but I'm fault. just, I, I, well, so what did he say? Well, what, what app is he using? I think he's, yeah. someone's going to have to correct me. I, he, I think he said overcast, maybe, but someone could correct me in the patron group. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's obviously so it's not his problem. So you have not seen Renap 100. You're, you're, are, you don't know what you don't know. Listen, what if you're if you're hearing level. this, you don't have the problem, obviously. But if you're not hearing this, but or someone, maybe they do have the problem, and they like this podcast so much they went to like. ITunes but okay, so then if you're hearing this and you're having a problem, unsubscribe and resubscribe. I guess I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. every, I've tried it on every app, and on every app it's working. So I don't know why it's not working for some people. Shrug. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I tried it. I, I, I downloaded know. every single podcast. I literally went to a site that said, here are the 30 best podcast apps. I downloaded all 30 of them. Or I downloaded uh-huh. like 24, actually. I skipped some that I, mm. I'm like, there's no way. This you is might work harder on this podcast than me. At least I watched the games yeah. today for us. And, and then I tried to subscribe to 32 fans, and I, and I saw the episodes. So I did this a couple weeks ago, so it may have stopped again, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I do feel bad. It was, so people messaged me and said, yeah, I'm having the same problem that Rob's having. So. You know, again, obviously it's our fault. I'm not saying it's their fault, but you know, try and help us unsubscribe and resubscribe and let us know if it's still happening. Then you know, we got a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, we should, we should do. I, I'd say we should do a live watch of the Royal Rumble. But uh, Puya, the great Puya, did that with. Uh, Wait, th- I don't know what you're talking about. What's the Royal Rumble? Oh, uh, part of a Ramp 100 is a Royal Rumble too. So there is the video of it, but you guys dis- well, What did you do on your? Wait, it's the same thing. Is, it's the same Rah- thing. It's is, just part is, of it. Is Renap 100 more than one episode? No, it's just one long episode. It's a roast, uh, the Royal Rumble. Oh, and I then think I'm involved in that part. The roast you're in, the Royal yeah. Rumble you're in, and then the oh. mailbag is a regular oh. mailbag. Glad I'm in the Royal Rumble. Um, so the Royal Rumble, but you want to watch it on video, obviously. You don't want to listen to it. Yeah, so I'm saying, but I would say it would be fun to watch it, but, but I, they already did that. It was a delight. Did you already have a podcast and- where you did that? There were I watched someone yeah but they like was watched us watch it it was yes but they watched us watch it already that's what I'm saying it would be funny if you watched it live but it sort of already happened if you want to live tweet it that would be funny because um, I I'm like a clown again my kids I'll say clown. you're you're not insignificant but you'll like I, mean, this I, one I more can't than the first I can't one. do worse than I did last time right yeah no no, no. you'll but I'm like saying but am I portrayed like a clown because that was kind of offensive you could show this one to your kids okay. <laughs> 
You're no, you're not in the clown costume. You are not in the clown costume. <laughs> What's my costume? It was a different creator. Okay. You're, you, I mean, pretty standard dress wear. Nothing, nothing too fancy. I think you're wearing a suit, maybe. Um, I did. Yeah, wear a they suit did. The it was really funny. I met Rob. Remember the first time I met Rob? I was wearing a suit, and you were like all flummoxed. Yeah, because I like I forgot that you have to wear a suit to work. Or yeah, used you to, you, back you, you like made me come from work to some survivor event early to like hang out with mm-hmm. Rob. Why Big Brother, know. Big Brother event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You were like scared off for like two years by the Big Brother people. They could be they could be a little nutty. The Big Brother people. Well, I showed up early. And there was only like five people there. And, like, yeah, it was the, probably the people the who showed five up. People three who were showing up are... extra early are like yeah, probably hardcore. fair enough. Yeah, probably super hardcore. The Big Brother people are are nuts compared to the uh, yeah. the survivor people. Um, the. Yeah, so uh, there was a funny rewatch. But yeah, you should watch the Royal Rumble. It was a good time. And you already know the roast. You, you had two roasts. I'm not, I'm not totally sure why, but you had two roasts. And uh, people seem to like them. People liked your roasts. Oh, I was very mean to you. Yeah, that's why people like them. Almost <laughs> everyone roasted me and not Rob, by the way. <laughs> Are you surprised? Well, people, I guess they want, you know, they know where their bread is buttered. They're not like, oh, no, Akiva is not going to invite me on a rabbit. It's like, oh, I'm going to, Rob's going to be mad at me. Yeah. Never invite me on a podcast again. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm used to getting dunked. Then. All right, so doesn't affect to anybody. I have so much stuff to catch up to. Catch up you have on. a lot of stuff to catch up on. You should probably watch the Schitt's highlights. Creek, Do you ever watch Shit's Creek? I, I haven't, but now I'm upset Like uh, that. I thought it was a British show, honestly, and you know I don't watch no. British shows. No, it's... it's um, so here's the thing. Um, I started watching it Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I never watched Gilmore Girls, but like the one thing that annoyed me about Gilmore Girls, and I say this as somebody who never watched it, my perception of it yeah. is that it's like a small town where everyone in the town is on the show and everyone is like friends and everyone's like a nice person at heart. Yeah, and that's my big issue with Shits with Shits Creek. Like, um, everyone on the show, like, like the whole town is cast members on the show, and everybody's like nice, and like, except arguably for like the main family, who like the main characters, but like every other person they interact with, it's like, it's it's too like lighthearted. If you you know, so I I appreciate it. And I'm watching it. I'm gonna finish. What's the it. premise? And then I have to stop because the premise is an extraordinarily rich family who has lost all of their money mm-hmm. because they're they sort of mm-hmm. got Bernie Madoff basically. And mm-hmm. it, through no fault of their own, but they're very out of touch and super spoiled. But, you know, but they didn't commit any crimes. And the only money they have is they bought some, like, podunk town in New England called Shit's Creek as a gag, like, 20 years ago. And now they own that town. And so because they own that town, and, and don't question this logic because it makes no logical sense. Because they own the town, and I don't know what it means to own the town, the only place they're allowed to live is in the crummiest motel in the town. So they live in, like, these really crummy uh, two hotel rooms in the town. The parents in one. And then the uh, children in the other. Okay. Because when you own a whole town, the only thing you're allowed to do is. Do I know anybody in the show? Like any big names or no? Yeah, it's 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 the whole it's the whole um, what what's the name of that comedy troupe? Like um, the Waiting for Guffman crowd, and you know, like Ed, Le- oh, okay. um, like Levy, Ed Levy, and Catherine O'Hara, yeah, yeah. and yeah, okay, like that whole crowd. Chris sure. Elliott plays a main guy. You know. Now, um, so we are fasting on Monday after Rosh Hashanah. After Rosh Hashanah, yes. To prepare you for you can pour the next week. Uh, and it's 5 a.m. And the fast starts here at like 5.14. Oh, so, so better go, eat, go, go get a drink quickly. Some water. Yeah. What, what's a good thing to do right before a fast? Like, what would you do right now if you had 10 minutes and you're up? So, I mean, I don't know how firm you are, but like, you're not supposed to eat like, like significant food right before the fast, right? Okay. Well, I'm just going to drink. Really. Yeah. So, yeah, just have a, have a drink of Gatorade or water or whatever. Okay. If it's so hot that you have to be dopping at 5.45 in the morning, which is crazy, then you should. Well, I'm not going to be going outside. There's nice air in here. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna go by the way, here in uh, New Jersey, it was 85 degrees last week. You know, mm-hmm. summer had extended very late into September. Did your canter wear a mask? I know you didn't go, but if you had hypothetically gone. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, the guy that was the chauffeur obviously big, doesn't. Uh, it, it was a so, big, uh, big debate. Yeah. Does the canter wear a mask? I would assume yes, because everybody's wearing a mask, and especially he's, you know, expectorating or whatever. The, the, that's probably the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really selling it there, trying to draw a flag. Um, but anyway, so here all of a sudden it dropped and became fall. It was, it was like 65. It was like sweatshirt. It was perfect fall weather the last couple of days, sort of out of nowhere. The big issue we're yeah. having is, uh, so the following holiday after Yom Kippur, of course, is... Uh, no, Sukkot. the big issue is that it's going to be 96 here on Yom Kippur. Oh. I don't even know. Well, we're not well, even well I, I wanted to, so, so for Sukkot or uh, Tabernacles, as the Gentiles call it, um, or, you know, as, as our translated Bibles from 19th century call it, is a holiday where we build these little, um, like, uh, booths or these little camping houses in our, in our yards. Yeah. And um, so my wife, and, and, you know, was sort of instrumental because she sort of decides things for Bergen County that officially the sukkah is considered indoors for the purposes of COVID. So you cannot have people in your sukkah who are not, you know, members of your immediate family, basically. Mm-hmm. Very now, obviously, well, so it depends on what kind of sukkah you have. So this is assuming the traditional sukkah, which is sort of has four walls, a relatively low ceiling. I mean, it is a ra- it's a rather cramped space. But of course, According to Jewish law, your sukkah doesn't have to have four walls. It can have as little as two and a half walls. 
So if you have a sort of a very open sukkah, then this wouldn't apply. So now my wife says to me today that because her parents want to come, instead of building our normal traditional four-wall sukkah, she wants me to build two sukkahs that face each other, each with like two and a half walls. Mm-hmm. I have some kind of ma- major like architectural That's construction crazy. job. Yeah, so I got to build two, two and a half wall sukkahs that That's each amazing. support each other. Uh, and I said, to her, I'm like, well, do you want me to go buy like a whole like prefab one? Or she's like, no, no, just figure it out. Just go buy some stuff at Home Depot. And I said, to her, I'm like, that's not going to cost more money and take more time. But whatever. Yeah. Your wife, so your wife is going to end up getting busted for like, oh, she had her parents over. Well, so that's to avoid that's why she wants us to build two separate sukkahs that face each Still, other. People are going to be talking. You know, people yeah. are going to check out the Chester sukkah and make sure she's listening to the rules. Yeah. Happened here on Passover. All the leaders were like, do not have anyone who's not living in your house at your meal, Netanyahu had had his uh, had his son, who does not live with him, and his girlfriend. Wait, wait! Oh, that son! He should have that son anyway. <laughs> and 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 he was like, and he was like, no, he lives with For us. For those who don't know, this son is as close to a neo-Nazi as a Jew could be. No, he's like bright party. He's like very bright party. But the, yeah, but the, he's also like he's not all the way with it, like mentally. But it might not be him. It might be. I don't know. He's got a couple sons. I don't know if it was. Oh, this is a different son. Oh, okay. I think it might be. I think it's the younger one. But anyway, but they were like, started some lie about like they have an underground bunker that could get like, which is not impossible, but it just happens not to be true. Like they've been underground. Well, but yeah, but he likes to lie about lots. Wait, but they've been underground. What was the end of the lie? They've been underground. I don't know. But then and then the president, who's actually like people like also, because Netanyahu's prime minister also did it, and they they like just all feigned ignorance, and then like a lot of politicians did it. Meanwhile, every single person I know didn't have relatives. And so then today, I heard people saying after the holiday, like, oh, yeah, there's insane traffic because we were locked down. We're not allowed to have people. But listen, if the, if the freaking government doesn't listen, then keep yeah. on. I mean, I yeah, we're, we're very worried that our, our schools are open right now, but that after the Jewish holidays, we're all going to be closed because everyone's going to violate the rules. So I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Closed already. A bunch of the Orthodox schools are closed already. Where? In? In the city. Oh, yeah. So in Bergen County, people have been good so far. But again, the Jewish Holland Center. The city, I think, is some close. Uh, I think Vermont is yeah. some close. Uh, yeah, Long Island is a disaster from what I hear. I'm sure your mom knows more about that. Uh, she's open. All right, Keith, so. no one cares about this. I mean, the people who care about this aren't listening to this. So. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, goodbye, everyone. We'll have another episode later this week. Yeah, bye.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.